nice out now game game Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chech, and I'll be your DM for tonight. And the players with me tonight are Cora. Hi. Richard. Hey. Dia. Fed up of living in a capitalist hellscape? Why not summon Cthulhu? Summoning Cthulhu. It's easier than you think. I support this message. And Andreas. I don't know where I left my socks. That sounds annoying. Yeah, it really was just the first thought in my head when you when you asked me to. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, friends, it's been a week since we last played together, and in that time, uh, a swarm of mosquitoes has apparently made a home in my uh, room, and they seem to be the kind of vampire mosquitoes that uh, cause it that I don't actually remember what happened last time we played. Along with my blood, they also suck my memories, so I can't remember what happened the last time we played. Uh, can somebody remind me, please? Yeah, that's a common problem. Okay, we decided to go choose our own bags for Edith to enchant into bags of holding. So we headed off to Butterfly Boots, the shoe shop slash leather goods store, to choose bags. We chose a variety of bags with enchanted patches that allowed them to change colour. Dawn told Marjorie and Kasney to go on without him as he chose new boots. Decla had a deep conversation with the tattoo artist. Dawn chose some fancy midnight blue boots and flirted with the shop owner. He arranged to meet up with her later. Decla's tattoos are finished and we met back up with her. Kasni arranged a date with Daphina for later that evening and the party returned to the wet horse. When we arrived, a woman yelled, You murderers! That was a fast recap. <laughs> yeah. It really was a shopping episode, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So, you walk into the busy restaurant area of the wet horse, and the woman just accused you of murder. What's your re- what's your first reaction? <laughs> Who was she looking at when she said that? I think it was all of us. The the group of you. She's uh, she's uh, on the uh, pretty much on the other side of the room, so hard to see hard to see if it's specifically anyone. Dawn very slowly arches an eyebrow, turns to look at the group, and goes. Did you kill someone without telling me? Nope, not been killing any people. Not recently. Did you? Who, who did you kill? Let we should go talk to whoever this is. Um, and you 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 look at her, and uh, it seems that the other three women that are sitting next to her are holding her back. Um. Yeah. Hello. And they managed to sit her down. Who exactly have we murdered? Oh, do you walk over to them? Uh, yeah. I keep a bit of a distance. I will go a little bit closer than everyone else. I, yeah, I'm gonna just go over, because I don't think they suspect Marjorie, because she, she's just been with the party for a little while. Five minutes. Longer than Darren, technically. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because Darren technically was only with us for like three, four days. L- like a week, yeah. Weird. And yet, he managed to be complicit in a murder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the ladies are all whispering uh, with each other when you approach them and uh, yeah, you ask who you murdered and she just uh, turns her head uh, sharply at you. You know full well who you killed. 
No, I honestly don't. That's sort of the point, dear. So who was Mia then? Hmm? Was she no one? Who? Uh, the one I killed. And she uh, starts to rise again, but her uh, friend uh, manages to keep her down. Dawn looks genuinely puzzled. Oh yeah, and I guess you had nothing to do with the bank robbery either, or, you know. What bank robbery? <laughs> Marjorie looks ner- nervous. Oh, the bank robbery that mysteriously occurred just as we were screwed out of a deal with you. Uh, you're, you're, so you're with the boneyard, and you think that self-defense is murder. Good. She didn't have to die. No, we didn't mean for her to die. Yeah, was it? But she was attacking us. If you attack, if you attack a group of random strangers for no reason, no reason. You in fact, you. No, we were outside. We were outside. That we were outside their hideout, looking for one of their friends because she was one of our friends. Oh, don't don't tell me what happened. I was there. You were. Yes. Which one are you? You're like mandible. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, sc- spe- uh, what's it? Scapula? Well, they're certainly not humorous. They call me phalanx. Alright, fair enough. Isn't that deviating from the theme of it? No, the fifth is a finger bone. Ah, uh, my bad. We didn't attack you, you attacked us. We were just looking for Christina. One of the other women says, okay, if you're gonna talk about this, like, like, sit down, okay? We don't wanna, we don't wanna bring attention to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. More than we already did, and she shuts a look at the uh, failings. Why don't you get a private room, and we can talk in a private area instead of at a table? Yeah, and as you say that, uh, the the waitress uh, comes by, the uh, blue tiefling from the previous night, and she says, Okay, look, if y'all are gonna fight, you better take it outside, okay? We don't want- I'm not planning on fighting anyone, don't worry. Marjorie pulls up her sleeves. And uh, the tiefling lady just look, looks at you, like, looks you up and down, raises her eyebrows, just uh, raises her hands and just walks away. She, she yells over her shoulder, outside! We have a room. Let's go talk there. We won't get arrested. They kind of uh, talk between each other. They kind of whisper between each other. Uh, you can see Phalanx is uh, disagreeing with all of them. But in the end, uh, another one of them says, uh, okay. All right. Okay, yeah. Do you ju- do you go directly to the room or do you tell them the number and you meet after or how? I, I lead the way. You lead the way. Let's go. Didn't we all have separate rooms? I'm taking them to my room. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Decla's room. Saucy. You uh, lead them upstairs. Uh, all of them are kind of on on edge, like especially uh, Phalanx. Uh, she uh, uh, she goes last. She doesn't trust you one bit. The other the other three are sort of ambivalent. Not ambivalent, but like less less invested. Yeah, less invested. Like they're still uh, alert, you know. Can't just trust strangers, but but apparently can accuse them of murder in open public. Maybe they're getting paid. Okay, so yeah, you uh. Uh, you lead them upstairs. You um, go to Decla's room. Decla, what's what's the room look like? It is a, almost exactly like it was when she arrived. Mm-hmm. Which is how I'm giving you a chance to describe the hotel room. Is this a good hotel room? Um, let's say medium level. It's not not like top of the line, but it's pretty nice. Yeah. Then it's not very completely bare. It's got like um, mm-hmm. uh, pictures on the walls. It's got like a vase with some flowers in it. Mm-hmm. It's not um, an unattractive room, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, fa- very fancy. 
Uh, it's got curtains, thick curtains, because uh, most of the outside wall is, in fact, a window. Oh, yeah, because glass. <laughs> yeah, because glass. And like I said, curtain business is real big in this city. <laughs> right. Close the curtains. <laughs> yeah, you close the curtains. Um... Marjorie, do you need us to explain what's going on? I mean, you killed someone, and now someone's had to get you. So yes, we were looking for our friend uh, Christina. She had gone missing the on the night of her wedding. We believed she'd been yeah, we believed she'd been kidnapped, and we 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 tracked um, the the carriage that she we think she en- uh, left town on. Um, it had been ambushed by bandits. Yes, by bandits, and there were tracks that led into the into the woods. When we followed them, we found um, like an old crumbly watchtower type thing and um and as we were investigating yeah as we were investigating we were set upon by some bandits yeah now you you encroached on our turf we were defending it we walked up to your building looking for our friend nobody attacked you we put two of you to sleep so that we could yeah do this non-lethally yeah and rescue a woman so how did mia die then Hmm? Because you attacked us. Yeah. Look, nobody wanted to kill anybody. Unfortunately, that was a new spell. I didn't know how strong it was. I have not used it on a humanoid since then, on any sentient creature. Only on monsters. So, you weren't weren't malicious, you were just, uh, just incompetent. Yeah. So the women, yeah, uh, have sat around the room. Um, Two of them are sitting on the bed, uh... Palinx is uh, sort of sulking, uh, leaning on the, on the wall. More to the point, Dawn will cut in and go, what do you want? Yeah. You've clearly come here. I don't think it's just a vent. Why, why are you here? What can we do for you? One of the other women starts explaining. So the women, the phalanx is a human woman. Uh, she's got short length black hair. Um, the other women seem to be all be half elves. Uh, one of them has blonde hair. The other two have brown hair. So one of the half elves uh, uh, starts uh, explaining. So here's the thing about this town. And before she can say anything else, Phalanx runs up and says, "I want answers." Rushes up to who? Just sort of to the center of the room. Okay. To sort of uh, talk over uh, her friend. I want answers. Um, answers to what? Okay, so first thing first, you accidentally, with the biggest air quotes she can master, <laughs> uh, killed Mia. Okay, she was new recruit. It was her first week. She she didn't even... Anyways, you accidentally killed Mia, and then you tried to make things good by inviting us on a job. But then suddenly you... You screw us out of the job, saying you no longer need us. Have you just as just as so? Have yeah, you? I was, par- I was <clears> part <throat> of the group. I was part of the group that was called onto that job. Okay. Don't raise his finger. Says screwed you. How? Well, let's see. We made a pretty long journey. We made a few days journey up to the Saint to Saint George's Mill. Look, it's not our fault. I, 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 I haven't finished yet. Up to St. George's Mill, and then we, then we get, then we get the message, then we get the message that 
the job is done. You don't longer need us. Like, we didn't even know the details the of the job. The job wasn't done. Oh, it wasn't even we done. We had to cancel the job. No. It wasn't even <coughs> done. Oh my god, not only are you... Not Will you let me speak? No. Well, how am I supposed to explain myself if you won't let me speak? First, you can listen. I have listened. You've obviously mis- misunderstood our messages. Like, yeah, that's the thing. You haven't even told us about the details of the job, and yet we went, blindly followed you, giving you a second chance, and you wasted it on something. And, you know, we don't even know what the job was, but mysteriously, you know, at the same time that we were screwed out of the job, a big bank heist happened in the city. You know, big enough that the bank had to overhaul their entire security system. Yeah, Go on, smirks a little at that. <laughs> sort of self-satisfied. While at the same time, it was probably just a cover-up for the missing relic from the church. The missing what now? Missing relic? The missing relic from the church, and I bet you had nothing to do with that either, did you? Uh, no. Okay, shush. Genuinely? Shush. Okay, right. Have you ever heard of a group called the Whispers? Uh, not really. One of the women kind of kind of raises her hand to say something, but uh, the other one just kind of, kind of nudges her. Well, like, no, not, not we, right found, we found out that they were planning on robbing the bank that would have allowed us to... Our, our employer, our employer was going to... The, the absolute shitbag. You know, the, you know, you know the, the shitbag brother of, the, uh, of Christina who you helped? You know how he was an absolute terrible human being. Um, yeah, he was. He was pretty high up in Marinanda. Are you saying you worked for him? We were going to rob him. We had uh, we had planned to wait until he had taken two thousand gold out of a bank. We were going to get you to help us rob him. Unfortunately, he could not get that money because an a rival gang decided that they wanted to use that time to rob a bank. It was extremely ill advised. But it meant that our our robbery of that shitbag couldn't happen anymore. How are we supposed to rob the guy? He didn't have any money. I didn't realise that was a rival. <laughs> Cassidy, you roll me deception. <laughs> it's not really deception. Uh, I never said that we weren't involved in it. Yeah, that's why it's deception. It's lying by omission. Oh. <laughs> I like this die. I, I I put I put one that I've been that I used last week into into dice jail, and this uh-huh. one is a new one that's got out, and it rolled a lovely natural twenty. So yeah, she's uh, looking at you. You can see she in her eyes. She's still furious, but she can't find any flaw in what you just said. She just uh, she just uh, swings her hands up and uh, walks away, and. Uh, we're very look. We are very sorry, and some of us, I glare at Dawn, didn't want to to let you know what was going on. But I was trying. I I, I was trying to you know let you down, and I'm very sorry we couldn't do the robbery. But the guy we were going to rob literally had no money left. He spent all of it gambling and drinking in the town that we were and in. He fired us. Yes. He fired, he did, he fired us, so we couldn't have gone back with him anyway. Because unfortunately, we couldn't put up with him for long enough to do the job. But that was irrelevant, he didn't have the money. I think we probably could have managed to deal with him for a little bit longer if he had got the money. But he didn't. When you say you were fired, uh, <laughs> uh, Phalanx just scoffs, and uh, one of the half-elf women says, oh, So, what was then with the church? I, this is the first I have heard of it. We don't know anything about that. 
Oh shit, no, we do know about it. I'm not saying this in character, but we do know about it. Oh. This is Felicia and um and Zo- and Zola. Yes, it is. Um they were planning this thing. They were planning an unknown thing. They asked us to meet them at the church. Well, asked Dawn to meet at the church and one of them had and, and Felicia had uh, flat out refused to be involved in it because it was too no, it dangerous. No, the other one. No, sorry, Zola, yes. Uh, one of them had flat out um uh, refused to be involved because it was too dangerous. Anyways. Yeah, this is the first we've heard of that. Two questions. Two questions. Mm-hmm. First, how did you find us? What do you mean, find you? I think they stumbled on us by accident. I think that was the point. Yeah, we're here. <sighs> Not everything's about you, Dawn! Not now, Kasni. You found us by accident. We weren't even looking for you. This is uh, the blonde half-elf talking. Well, that's small mercies, I guess. Um, secondly, you came here to berate us, now you've got that off your chest, and you want to ask us about a heist we didn't do, so what can we do for you? Marjorie takes this opportunity to just walk up and shake her hand. Uh, who is? The woman who is yelling, uh, very loudly. Oh, Phalanx. Phalanx, yeah. Just be like, hello, hello, nice to meet you, I'm Marjorie. So, is this some kind of cult or secret society that you want? <laughs> she just looks you up and down, and she... They are poorly organized bandits, working against the Maradanda. Oh. Yeah, they're mostly involved in, in shutting... They're mostly involved in getting women out of abusive um uh, We're not poorly organized. Um, yeah, you are. Your organizational skills aside... Yes, we're working against the Maradanda, and that's part of the reason why we're in this town. The Mary what now? The Maradanda are a... Wait, can I do a history roll so I can I can show off for... Yes. Yeah, yeah, do a history roll. I feel like Marjorie might know this. She might. I rolled 18. 18. You know that they're a crime group? You know you know they have a widespread influence? Okay. Um, And you know that they... The large part of what they deal with is drugs. Um, okay, yeah, so Marjorie just says, Ah, the junkies! Dawn, Dawn sort of pauses and then shrugs and goes, Yeah. Well, it's not so much that they're junkies, it's that they make money off junkies. Yeah, te- technically they're more like the mafia, aren't they? Yeah. They're pushers and smugglers. Yeah. They ruin lives, and we're here to disrupt them. Sounds like fun. Yes, um, you met Daniel, didn't you? Did you meet Daniel? I'm not sure you did, actually. Who's Daniel? The asshole we were supposed to rob, but then he didn't have any money. The one we were working for, the one that fired us. Yeah, he worked for the Maradanda and he owed them money. Uh, no, the person he owed money was someone else. He's actually... He, he didn't work for the Maradanda. He might... He's, he's a, actually pretty high up in the Maradanda. He's part of one of the big families involved. Well, he was still working for someone. And was in the Maranander. Wait, so you were working for a drug dealer? Uh, we were providing security with the intention of robbing him. He asked us to accompany him to the yeah, bank, and we see. thought, what a perfect time to cause some uh, to, to cause some problems for a uh, a particularly right. bad organization. And then everything else I already was either there for or just heard about. So, yep. I mean, you're actually you're actually more or less up to date now. <laughs> he was a bad person, but it was still not a good idea on our part. I don't know. I, I, I like I like the outcome. Sorry, I like the income. 
<laughs> I mean, we've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, now. We didn't then. And you want our help? Mostly you came here to get answers, but if you're... If you say you are against the Miranda as well, maybe you can help us. I say we we were not in any way involved in this church robbery. I I know nothing at all about it. What was stolen? The the holy relic, the the scapula of Saint Yuri. Um, which one is Saint Yuri? The the Saint George. Saint George, the one you know, the church you were supposed to be going to. Out of character, did Dawn tell us about anything to do with the? The information that he got from the um, girl he talked to in the library. I I don't think it made enough of an impact that Dawn would think of it. In which case, in which case, I I we genuine, genuinely don't know anything about it. So I I will say no. We do, I have absolutely no idea about this. I I haven't. We haven't heard about it. But um, oh yeah, it's been a real big thing. The bank robbery might have been staged to sort of distract the gossip, you know, distract the flow of news. Yes, it absolutely was. Who's claiming responsibility? Is anybody claiming responsibility? Probably not. So far, no one. Was anything seen? What's the story? Phalanx pipes up. I I was just passing through the city. We we scurried out of town as soon as the cop they picked up the, after the suspects fled the city. So I don't I don't exactly know but they they do the the bank manager who was present at the time they did something with her knocked her out with some weird thing and but when apparently when she woke up she knew enough about him to be able to tell a sketch artist uh, what they looked like so they could make posters about it we shouldn't have we shouldn't have told them how to undo it i mean in character Kasney would definitely have done that you didn't tell them you didn't tell them, but, you know, a bank manager has uh, access to, you know, resources. Oh, that's true. You said I removed cursor, uh, do it or something, didn't you? Or... Yeah, or greater restoration, I think. Anyway, so this thing you might want our help on, is it going to be illegal? Please? <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. We've managed to track the supply of lavender dust to... Well, actually, this very establishment, but we don't know. This establishment oh, no. functions as a as a delivery hub for most of the province, actually, but we don't know where they get it from. We've been tracking it, and it doesn't seem to come out of the cities, which means it must come from somewhere in the city. Um, do you guys know, do you think have this has anything to do with a dragonborn going missing called Esther? I mean, it could do. No, I'm not asking you. I'm asking these guys, because they might know something about this Miranda thing here. Have you heard anything about a dragonborn? Young girl. Good thinking. They all look at each other and sort of shake their heads like, no, we we haven't heard anything specific about a missing person. And what would you want to do with this Miranda thing? Like, you don't even know where it's coming from. So what's the plan? Well, that's where that's where we're trying to fight out, so we can put a stop to it. Okay, and how are you going to do that? Listen, we're just one team. We're just here. We're just here as recon, you know. When we actually find out, we can organize and do it properly. <laughs> oh man, you are good at recon. We just came here a few days ago. 
Yeah, and then yelled about murders in the in the base. <laughs> Good job. You can get out of my room now. <laughs> Sassy Decla's back. Can I say? Oh uh, yeah. Thank you. They just uh, they just get up and uh, they walk out. Bye. <laughs> As the door closes, Dawn just turns and looks at everybody and goes, "It's clear we're not helping them, right?" I don't want to work with them. I mean, I'm generally I'm generally quite up for doing anything that's going to disrupt the Maradanda, but yeah, but I don't want to work with the Burnyard. No, I mean it could be a good opportunity to make them not hate us, because whilst I mean obviously we don't need to be in their good books, it's useful to not be hated. I don't care anymore. I am entirely indifferent to if they hate me or not. I I am. Uh... I don't really have any input. I don't have an opinion on these fellows. But uh, you also don't seem to like them very much. I just think they're batting out of their league. Look, I, I don't dislike them. I think they're doing a good thing. They are, they're trying to stop the Maradanda and they are helping um, people out of um, abusive relationships and difficult home circumstances. That's one of their big things. See, that does sound pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they are not bad people. That's why I don't really want them to hate us. Well, their intel is bad. All the good intentions in the world cannot save you from just being as disorganized and disparate as they are. Look, they were one. They were one faction. We don't. We know they weren't up at the top. Skull is up at the top. Funnily enough, Skull might well be a lot more organized than this one gang that clearly had, you know, new young members. That does seem to be the case, but also they don't like us. I don't feel like they are going to be good people to work with. Certainly not this group. And I also am not interested in doing anything else that is going to get us in trouble, because it went so well last time. Can I just interject and say that we are known bandits? Yeah, and I don't want that reputation anymore. Oh, that is fair. Yeah, it would be easier to save the world if people weren't chasing after us for crime. And plus, I care more about this dragonborn, because that is some that is a person we can help. Yes, that is true. We don't have any good information about this Maradanda thing, and neither did they. Although, there is no reason to think that the Maradanda were not involved. No reason to think they are, either. That's true, but people going missing in a town where there's a big presence of a crime gang... If we follow this dragonborn girl and end up finding the Maradanda, we can take out the Maradanda. Oh, we can't take out the Maradanda. <laughs> okay, we could take out this operation. Believe me, I mean. one of the last times I did anything major against the Maradanda, I had to hide out for five years. Were you on your own? Well, this has been a tedious sojourn. <laughs> yeah. And I have places to be. Actually, I have a date. So, um, yes. You what? Oh, yeah, yes. I have a, I have a date with the uh, the lovely tattoo lady. But yes, yes. I I should I should get ready for my date. Don looks around the room and says, "Do we need a new hotel?" I mean, if this one's associated with the Maradanda, it's uh, probably not a bad idea to move. I might just leave. I have somewhere else to be. Um, <laughs> but um, if you if you folks. Um, Shit. Um, uh, I hope you find a place to sleep tonight. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> Church. Church. What was the name of the yes. place I was meeting her? 
Golden Anchor. The Golden Anchor. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm going to the Golden Anchor. Um, if they've got rooms, I might. I might stay there. I, I've heard it's all right. You know, it's not. It, it's. Uh, it sounds like it. It sounds like it'll be an, 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 a reasonable place to stay. It's not too seedy. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Have fun. Uh, yeah. Are there any other inns marked on the map that we got? There's none. There's none annotated. Yeah. Why would the innkeeper give out a map with other inns on it? <laughs> oh, right. We got it from the innkeeper. Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> so, new hotel? Yes or no? I mean, I, I'd like to know where you're planning on going before I head to my date. I'd be fine staying here, but I mean, I am too. They gain nothing from attacking us. We've already paid for this evening, and leaving a room you've paid for probably looks a little more suspicious, so probably it wouldn't be the worst thing, but I mean, but... I'm taking my stuff with me just in case. I might not come back anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm overthinking it. Why don't we change um, tomorrow? Yeah, they're not going to get anything done tonight. Yeah, that that I think that might be the best the best option. But I'm going to take all my stuff with me anyway, just in case. <laughs> Have fun! I will! Don't do anything I wouldn't do! That leaves me plenty of scope of things to do! <laughs> exactly! <laughs> Have wink, fun, wink. stay safe! <laughs> yeah, so you're staying at the this place for the night? Uh, yeah, it's probably safe enough. Okay. Anyways, uh... Yeah, Cass, you have your date at nine. Oh, that's true. It was nice and late because she finished late. That was good. And Dawn, your date is pretty late too, so... I thought mine was at eight. Well, she closes She closes her shop at eight, so, you know. Nah. Uh, whatever the time, Dawn will be on time. Okay. So eventually uh, Dawn excuses himself and uh, Cassie gets all spiffed up and ready and goes on his date as well. That club, Marjorie... What are you up to in the meantime? Getting drunk. I think it's party time for Nana. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are with someone else. Let's roll. <laughs> what is Marjorie's drink of choice? Oh, we we were talking about this the other day. Like we were talking about it on the episode that I edited. I think I cut it out, but it was a debate whether or not she's a sherry drinker or a gin drinker, and I think we decided on gin. Nah, it's, it's definitely gin. Yes, gin works. Is it pink gin? Uh, it it's whatever gin uh, color the bartender serves here. I think. Oh, they've they've got several options. Ooh, well then it's like multicolored and, and magic and shifting if possible. Ooh, yeah. Rainbow gin. A unicorn gin cocktail. Yeah. Yep. Just got a fresh shipment up from Holderberg. From from Holderberg? Yeah, yeah. The the, the distillery up north. Pretty big and famous. I guess I probably do know. I'm going to be sitting um, in the bar um, and trying to figure out if anything untoward is happening. Babysitting at the bar? Babysitting Marjorie, I mean. No, (laughs) I'm trying to um, see if anyone is, like, exchanging lavender dust. Okay, um, roll me perception, and I'll give you advantage because you're kind of, you know taking your time with it and hanging around and what what are you drinking i'm presuming some tea or something yeah probably tea i will buy it from them because that seems to be the custom mm. it's decent your own blends are better but you know it's you it's drinkable 
Well, I did not roll great. Thirteen. Thirteen. Even with advantage and a d4, because I've got the mark of, uh, of um, finding. So yeah, uh, Dirkley, you are keeping your eye out. The bartender tries to chat with you, but uh, you're not really responsive, so he gives up on it after a while. Uh, the bar- the bartender is like a, a, a human man, sort of late 30s, has brown hair and a bit of a beard. Yeah, Marjorie keeps coming back to him and, uh, <laughs> you know, he, uh, he keeps uh, <laughs> giving her drinks. You don't really see anything super suspicious. Like, there's a few people getting drunk and it's getting loud and um, there's a dartboard at the back of the room. Uh, Marjorie... A few of the local warehouse workers uh, come here from the uh, at the end of their shift, and uh, the Marjorie starts playing darts with them. And at some point, she pulls out a crossbow and starts. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't do that when I've had this much to drink, but eh, who cares? It's fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, you see the boneyards um, uh, sitting uh, at the. At the table, uh, Phalanx seems to be getting kind of drunk, but the rest of them seem to be keeping an eye out as well. Yeah, and you don't really see anything suspicious actually going on, but, you know, it's a, at some point it starts getting very loud and overwhelming, and uh, it also messes with your perception a little bit, because, you know, it's hard to filter out the noise. So yeah, you stay there, but, like, until when, approximately? I will stay until closing time. Okay, uh, closing time. Officially, it's at 11, but, uh, you know, they have the few drunks uh, hanging around until midnight. They don't manage to kick them out before that. Yeah, I... Um... I imagine Margie's one of those drunks. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually think Marjorie starts to stumble up to her room at this point. But, uh, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe there's another uh, 400-year-old gnome going up with her. No, that's... Uh... Fine, just, like... <laughs> when, when does Marjorie go to sleep? Your new warehouse buddies are definitely one of the le- those last people, though. Marjorie goes to sleep uh, at closing time, probably. Okay, so, yeah, at 11, at 11 the bar closes and, uh, well, officially closes. They start putting away the tables and uh, cleaning, but, you know, the last people don't actually leave until midnight. But, yeah. Cassidy, Don, you go on your dates. Um, can you just like I don't really want to role play that out, like especially not Dawn's because Dawn's is uh... yeah, especially not Dawn's. But uh, Dawn, can you just roll me a quick uh, persuasion check to see? Uh... Persuade eighteen. Eighteen, yeah, a good time is had by all. <laughs> Cassidy, uh, you go on your date at nine. You meet uh, your uh, uh, date, Daphina. She's uh... I kiss her hand again. <laughs> she blush she blushes and giggles. She's wearing some um long flowy trousers and a pretty floral pattern shirt. She doesn't really seem like the fancy type, so this is the fanciest she she's got. And yeah, you go on a date, uh, you go the Golden Anchor is uh, it's a pretty nice place. It's not like super fancy. Um uh, there's a few tables outside, there's a few tables inside. Well, I, I ask her, what, what kind of night is it? Is it warm or is it cool? It's warm. I ask her whether she'd prefer to sit inside or outside. Uh, she sits outside. She prefers to sit outside and there's uh, candles on the tables outside. You know, just sort of mood lighting. Nice, nice. She uh, she orders some wine. Uh, 
She she drinks white wine. She, uh, you, I think, said you drink red. You're a red wine kind of guy. I think that came up at some point, but I think that's just channeling me. But I'll go with it. That That's fair. That, you gotta play with what you know, you know? Yep. Red wine's good. <laughs> and yeah, you chat for a bit. Uh, roll me persuasion. Alright. Come on. Don't give me a terrible one now. Good bonus. That's a 15. That's a 15. So yeah, it's a very pleasant date. Uh, you uh, you hang around for a while. You're at, you're uh, probably there until about closing time, and then you you walk her home and you uh, kiss her on the doorstep, and uh, that's where the date ends. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely want to tell her when uh, 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 mm-hmm. the next time she she seems like the sort to blush fairly regularly. Yeah. She's not used to attention, that's why she blushes. Well, uh, yeah, at, at, at some point, uh, um, Kazni uh, flashes her a, a, a broad smile and she's blushing and, sa- uh, and says, uh, seeing you blush is the highlight of my evening. <laughs> <laughs> she, blush- she blushes again. Uh, Kazni leans over and kisses her on the cheek. How cute. That's adorable. Oh my god. Yeah, she she's blushing the whole the whole time. Um, well, what did it say? She was dark red, I think. Dark red and purple hair, I think. She's got a bunch of floral tattoos, and it goes really well with her floral shirt. I I I will definitely I will definitely mention that to her that a that a shirt goes very well with the tattoos. Uh, so yeah, you you walk her home, you uh, kiss her on the doorstep, and. Uh, uh, do you do you arrange to see her again, or uh... I shall tell her that I'm uh, I I'm not sure how long we're going to be in town, but it's going to be for at least two more days because um, I'm having something cu- I'm having something custom made. Um, but so I would uh, I would love to see her again sometime if she is perhaps available. Um, maybe the day after tomorrow. Yeah, I've got time then. Yeah, so you agree to meet over tomorrow at like at the same place. Um. What sort of date activities might they have in this sort of setting? Bowling? So you can't exactly go to this... Uh, well, actually, that's a good point. You could go bowling. Bowling could be a thing. Is bowling a thing? Mini golf? <laughs> Mini golf seems unlikely in the centre of a town. Do a theatre? Yeah, the- yeah theatre. Theatre and, and dinner? I, I think... Um, Kasni's going to want to look into the if there's any sort of if there's any shows on. Yes, why not? We'll take her to will take her to a show if um, if you find something that seems interesting. Okay, so yeah, you um, you walk back to the inn. You go back to your room. The bar area is probably closed by now. You see a few uh, drunk uh, warehouse workers hanging out um, in front of the inn. Seeing seems to have just been kicked out. <laughs> And yeah, you uh, go to your room, you go to sleep. Okay, so it's the next day. Uh, Marjorie, you wake up with a bad hangover. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's what happens when you're 420 years old. Yes, and you drink several unicorn gins. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> So yeah, uh, what do you do? Do you go down for breakfast or... Uh... Yeah, I uh, think I go down for the greasiest possible breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a vegetarian breakfast. They, they do have that option, yeah. Although Decla's not vegan. I mean, she doesn't have to be. But also sometimes the vegetarian options are just good, you know? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, she's she's vegetarian, but she's not vegan. Yeah. 
Where does Dawn wake up? Just for convenience and with the fact that we might get raided, Dawn will go back to the uh, inn afterwards and break into his room and catch a few hours sleep. I mean, you don't have to break in, you, you know, you have your... I don't have to, but it's more fun. <laughs> okay. He climbs up the wall, opens the window and climbs in. He parkours up into the uh, third story. He has a climb speed. He's you can just freaking do mm-hmm. that. So yeah, everybody, you meet uh, back down at breakfast. Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, rough night. I don't know. Did you end up hitting anyone with that crossbow? Did I? <laughs> you didn't. Good. No, I have. Only the dartboard, <laughs> barely. If you if you look at the dartboard, you can see uh, several holes uh, next to the dartboard. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one bolt, but still there. And now a sign that says "No crossbows, please." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. There, there. There's a handwritten sign, "No crossbows" on it now. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have like a picture of Marjorie, just like do not allow her nah. to play darts. She is on the wall of, uh, wall of her picture is on the wall of band uh, from uh, playing darts, yeah. Your tab is pretty high. That's okay, I can probably afford it. <laughs> Unless my tab is over 200 gold. You, you shouldn't have bought that gin with gold flakes in it. What? I, I didn't do that. You're lying to me. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> was classic. Marjorie continues eating her breakfast in silence. Do you have, like, goggles with, like, smoked glass things you can put down? Oh, definitely. Definitely, yeah. She uses them for welding, but... uh... (laughs) She rocks up, slumps down at the table, and then just snaps the lenses down. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so you all finish your breakfast, uh, various uh, states of uh, veganism. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you go from uh, here after breakfast? Probably to buy all the small stuff because Dawn doesn't want to lug armor around all day. He'll pick that up last. And you still need to get the armors enchanted. Oh yeah, that's a good point. How long would that take? Well, we'll have to ask Edith. Um, in that in that case, Dawn will probably get his armor early and get it into the enchanters. And we head off into the new day. Dice Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. Dice Out Now Game is a part of Be Gay Roll Dice, a podcast network for actual play podcasts made by LGBT folk. Follow them on Twitter at Be Gay Roll Dice and check out other wonderful shows on the network. If you can, please rate and review our podcast and tell your friends about us. Now, game, game. Have you ever wondered how the indie tabletop RPG sausage is made? 
Join Peach Garden Games for Sword of Symphonies where we break in a brand new system. Don't worry, we don't get too serious about it. I am Kat, your Game Master and Host. I'm, as I mentioned, the designer of Heroic Chord in addition to being the GM of our playtest. I've always loved freeform magic. I love spells that solve a problem. So we're going to go actually then with uh, Vivid Flying Wind. I think I might try Restoring Stars. The Calmed Sands. It's going to tell someone about how time is working here. So I would like to see how weird it can get. Oh, I'm sure we'll get there later on. Yeah, no, you guys are going to get real weird with it. I trust you. Is Deep Hurting a possible spell to cast in this game? It's better than my idea. I was just going to cast Powerful Crew on Penelope and tell her to just hold it together. I am going to cast Flying Shark. Yes. Cat <laughs> gave us Shark. Make her rue the day that she gave us Shark. I already rue the day. I already rue it. Join us every Saturday at peachgardengames.com for Sword of Symphonies and download the Heroic Chord beta manual for free. Play along with us.